Hey, welcome to the City Rev Life podcast. My name is Roby. This is Rebecca. And we are in a series called Healthy Conflict in Marriage, how to help conflict to work for you in creating a thriving marriage. And today, it's really the episode you've been waiting for, <laughs> how to win the fight. Yes. How can you win? Okay. And it's possible for you to win. You can win the fight. Um, but I think the important thing is to redefine the win. So let me just cut right to the chase. A lot of times what's happening in our brains is we think winning the fight is our opinion carries the day. Mm. Like we had un such unassailable logic that the other person has to just say, has to concede and say, you are clearly the more insightful and intelligent discerning person in the conversation, <laughs> which has happened about zero times on planet earth. So um, what actually is the win? And I mm -hmm. think if we just take a step back when we're not operating in the stress of the conversation, mm -hmm. we know that the win is we want a happy marriage. And so if there's one thing that could be clanging around in your brain in the midst of that a conflict, it's just to stop and say, okay, what's the win? It, let's let's win the let's win the war. Um, the battle is this, whatever the, the conflict is. But the war is you want a happy, thriving marriage, and so that that's ultimately what you want. But it's one step deeper. What do we want? And this is kind of the premise that we've been talking about through this series is that God is using our marriage as iron sharpening iron. The, the spouse that he has prepared for us to be with is someone that he wants to regularly use in our life to make us um, more like him. And so ultimately that is what, what we want in our, in our marriages is that we're being yeah. made in, in not trying to conform the other person into our image, but that together God is using uh, using the other spouse, using both spouses to make each other like Christ. That is ultimately the win. And so if that is the product of whatever the conflict is, that would be the win. Right, absolutely. I think like you're saying, <clears throat> in almost any other context or relationship, whether it's in education or in sports, you know, even, you know, depending on your job, you're you're applauded for bringing your perspective, bringing evidence, getting your points, you know, and and aligning that or, you know, in, in athletics, you know, achieving <laughs> the win mm -hmm. and marriage really in that is a different context altogether. It turns all of that upside down. And so we really have to kind of reframe our brains to think about, OK, what does the win look like? It's right. not a me. It's a we. Yep. And um, being able to say. I'm going to protect and elevate my spouse's perspective over my own in in certain ways. You know, we're not, you know, completely negating our own experiences and our thoughts and and our values, but we're uplifting and upholding the other person's um, equally, if not more than our own, which is unlike any other context, really. Um, I think good leadership principles are in there for no matter where you are, but uh, the win is is defined differently, I think, in marriage. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And I think that requires for that win, that is going to, the end result will almost inevitably be both parties um, are going to be conceding something. I mean, yeah. both parties, there's no, there's no marriage where one person is perfect and the other person is not. I mean, that, that I mean, they only, mine, there's, there's close to it. <laughs> <laughs> close, close to it. Rebecca's almost no, perfect and she's stuck with me. Um, um, but, but the, really the only marriage that is like that is, mm. is Christ. Yeah. Christ is perfect. And, yep. um, and then we are his imperfect bride. And what did he do? He lay him, he mm. laid himself down. He 
took the form of a servant. Yes. So even Christ, who was the perfect spouse, yeah. took the form of a servant. And yeah. so humility is going to be the requirement. And, yeah. and each party at the end of a conflict, there's going to be something, some part that can be owned, some mistake, something right. that someone could have done better, some way that someone could have learned something new. And to get that win is going to require humility. Yeah. Proverbs 11 two, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. Yeah. And if perfect Jesus uh, could model humility yeah. to the ultimate degree, we can in our marriages. And so um, that's what we want, we, that is the win. And so when we enter into a conflict trying to win like it's a debate team, that is not going to be a recipe for uh, success. Uh, actually, it doesn't matter if you win, you really lose. Mm, and yeah. so the win is a thriving marriage. The win is becoming more like Christ. Yep. And so that's going to require humility. And so let's talk, let's make it practical though. One key component that in some ways kind of summarizes a lot of what we've talked sure. about. So we're going to make this, we're going to make this practical. Let's yep. talk about um, one, one practical skill that helps us work towards that actual win. So today we're going to be, be specifically talking about the skill of validation. And a lot of the episodes that we've talked about really have within it the skill of validation. We're going to kind of unpack that in a minute. But just to echo what you were saying, you know, we're going to be kind of taking and reflecting the what Christ has done for us as as we are his bride. You know, we are made in the image of God and um, we are wanting to for each other, for our spouses to help them become more and more into the likeness of Christ. And a lot of times in our fights, we're trying to conform our spouse into our likeness or our image of them or our image of what we want yeah. of them. And so really as demonstrated by Christ laying down his life for his bride, us collectively, the church, we want to mimic that and we want to uh, help our spouse become more and more into the image of Christ and not, not our own. And so um, validation becomes a, a key, ironically, that we can do that. I think there's a little hiccups along the way of validation and maybe we're going to tease out some of the definitions and some of the barriers that might prevent us from wanting to employ validation. But um, validation is really a lot of the skills we've talked about. It's things like paraphrasing. When you say something like, so what you're saying is, and then you put in your own words, what you hear your spouse saying. And that's so important as we learned in previous episodes, because there's a 70% distortion rate between what the storyteller is saying and what the listener is hearing. So, so saying that paraphrase, do, following it up with a check-in question, did I get that right, is going to help minimize a lot of that distortion. Um, and in there, it's as a second function, is that validation mm -hmm. for saying, hey, I care enough what you have to say that I want to make sure I get this right. And then also staying curious. We just talked about curiosity on the previous episode, that frontal lobe um, skill of curiosity kind of keeps us um, in a place, in a space of saying, okay, tell me more about that. Help me understand a little bit more what that's like for you. And then lastly, just some of our nonverbal cues, things like our eye contact, um, just some of our encouragements along the way, our, our head nodding and our pacing, our tone is so important. We learned that that's almost 93% of communication um, with, with not even using words. And so inherent in all of those skills is an unspoken validation that says, hey, 
what you have to say matters to me. And so um, that kind of brings you all the way up to the goal line. But if you want to just sink the goal um, and, and, and really land this point home, consider just an empathetic validating phrase such as, you know, I can see how that would make you feel and fill in the blanks. You know, that would, that would frustrate me too. I can see how with all of that you're saying, um, that would make you feel this way. And that really just kind of lands this skill home, especially on the heels of all of the other skills that we've talked about. That validating piece um, really lands it well there. I think that's great. Let's uh, let me just put all the pieces together. Uh, I'm just kind of walking this through in my mind. Yeah. Uh, imagine a couple. There's this fight that they're having, and they're getting one person's giving their point. The other person, well, you do this. Well, what about this? Well, what about this? And they're getting escalated. So they're starting to get emotional. They're starting to get that fight, flight, or freeze. Either they're starting to shut down, or they're starting to get loud. They're one person's folding their arms. The other person's pointing their fingers. Someone's rolling their eyes. Yeah. You know, and the conversation is deteriorating. Well, imagine, and even if if it's just one spouse that changes it up, imagine it it, it changes. Imagine one spouse d- chooses to have um, validating nonverbals, maybe uh, eye contact, maybe uh, opening up their stance, not folding their arms distant, but they open up their stance. Maybe they're just nodding their head on like, mm-hmm. un- that, yes, I'm with you. I'm tracking with you. And then maybe they get to a point where they, instead of zinging them back with their point, they say, well, let me just make sure I'm understanding. And then they put it, they share it in their own words. And then they follow it up with a a statement like, did I get that right? And they wait for a response or for clarification. And then they, they don't just pick it back up with their next point. They, they ask a follow up. They stay curious They say, well, tell me more about, I want to, I want to fully understand why is that such a great, a big concern or whatever the, the phrase may be. And all of those things are validating, but as you said, there's one more thing you could do to take it all the way over the goal line. And you could, you could before you come back with your point, your idea, you simply say something like, look, I can see why that would be so hurtful, or I could see why that would be frustrating, mm. or I can see why that would be a concern. And that's a great skill. I mean, not even just in conflict, but when someone's expressing any kind of hurt, you know, that's not even necessarily relating to you, man, what a great skill to have that adds so much validation um, to someone and can so diffuse so much of that stress in there. Um, but I think sometimes we're afraid to validate to that degree. Yeah, well, and I agree. And in fairness, if there's there's a uh, history of conversations where if you've tried some of those skills and it doesn't feel conceded or reciprocated on the other end, that can be frustrating too. Mm -hmm. And so alignment is so important. Like you're saying with both parties are, are leaning into each other. Um, I think a lot of times when the skills are one-sided, it can be very frustrating. Um, and so the hope is that we're all leaning into each other and into our marriages and offering that for one another. Um, but I think, um, one of the barriers to to doing this for each other, at least initially, is we don't want to concede the point or we're afraid, well, if I give that paraphrasing yeah. statement or if I give that empathetic statement or I nod my head, I'm afraid that my spouse is going to think I'm conceding their point right. or I'm agreeing with their entire opinion and I'm certainly not. And so, you know, you can even say mm-hmm. that, like, listen, 
I don't necessarily agree with everything that you're saying, but I am trying to understand. So if you even can say that in a kind way, if you're that concerned about your spouse misinterpreting your words or your cues, um, certainly you can do that. But that validation hopefully will disarm um, a lot of the uh, friendly or misfires that happen that are we're trying to get our points across. Yeah, I think if it goes back to what's the win. <clears throat> If the win is I won the debate, mm. if the win is my point was shown to be the most logical or the smartest or whatever, yeah. um, if that's the win, validation doesn't make sense. Why yeah. would I ever validate it's anything? counterintuitive. I, yeah, I would never in a debate say, well, that's a good point. I want that person's yeah. points to all seem foolish and all of mine seem smart. Yeah. So I would never, <laughs> I would never validate that. But if the win is a thriving marriage. If the win is that I'm growing and my spouse is growing and we're coming into the image of Christ. Mm. If the win is not they're being conformed to my opinion, I love that point. If the win is not they're conforming to my image and my ideas and my thoughts, but being conformed yeah. to Christ, well then validation makes perfect sense. Mm. Of course I would want to validate and say, wow, I can, I can, understand if I had been in, in that situation or if that had happened to me, I, I think I would feel the exact same way. I can understand why you feel like that. Taking that extra step to stop and validate someone's experiences, someone's emotions, someone's concerns, mm. someone's opinions, taking a moment to stop and validate that is so healing and it brings people back together. Yeah. Instead of moving farther and farther away, they're moving back together. Right. Validation is is one of those key high functioning skills that keeps us in the frontal lobe, which is ultimately where we want to be um, when in any conversation, but especially in the midst of conflict. And so it requires the use of integrating your emotions, your words, your experiences. It's a highly integrated skill to be able to then keep that conversation going on the frontal parts of our brains as opposed to the back where our stress center is. So we've been talking about uh, validation. A lot of this is kind of an indirect validation in all the, the, the skills that we've been talking yeah. about for healthy marriage conflict, uh, talking about um, body language, the nonverbals. We've been talking about paraphrasing, the follow-up yeah. question, staying curious and all of those things. But in this episode, if we really wanna win, which is a thriving marriage, take it all the way and, and give that validating uh, statement that validates that person's concerns and and there may still need to be conversations um, that that align and and may, may need to be points that can be heard like you said it's not necessarily fully agreeing with everything that's said but it is validating how they're feeling right. and that can be so healing yep. well hey thanks for joining us on this episode of the city rev life podcast and we'll see you next time thank you for joining us on city rev life you can subscribe to this podcast rate and review wherever you're listening to this and we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org podcast or download our CityRev Church app. Have a great day.